Shalom to all. Today's office is Baba Daf Ches, and we are starting Zion Omer Bey is about five lines off from the bottom with the word Aceve. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Marsh Miriam Sarabas, Riyakov Moshe, her Nishama should have an Oliah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yisviyantav, and Rabbi Asher Anshul, his Nishama should have an Oliah. Now we just begin another discussion regarding Meitav. Rav Abba was asked in Shitas Rabbi Kiva if Meitav is evaluated based off of the Mazik's best or based off of Meitav de Alma, what's considered best in the world at large. And Rav Abba's initial response was that the Torah says Meitav Sadeu, which tells us his field, the Mazik's field. Why would you say that's referring to Meitav the Alma. However, now we have a question on that. Acefe. Now this price refers to a fellow who owes money for damages, which is paid from Idis, owes for a loan, which is paid from Bainanis, and owes his wife for Aksuba, which is paid from Ziburis. And the price gives us a very detailed description of how all these collect. Ain't loyal Idis if he only has Idis properties, Kulam Govim and Idis. Everyone collects from Idis. Bainanis if he only has Bainanis, Kulam Govim Bainanis. Everyone collects Bainanis. Ziburis if he only has Ziburis, Kulam Govim Ziburis. Everyone collects Ziburis. How you like Idis Ubainis Viziburis? Let's say he has all three different classifications of property. Nizakin Ba Idis, someone who's owed for damages collects from Idis. And the Ksuba is paid from Ziburis. Now let's say Idis Ubainis, he only has Idis Ubainis, so Nizakin Ba'idis, the one owed for damages collects from Idis, Bachav Ksubas Isha Ubainis, the Bachav Ksubas Isha are paid from Bainis, and that means that the woman gets an upgrade because she's getting from Bainis and not Ziburis. Now let's say Bainis was Ziburis, he only has Bainis and Ziburis, Nizakin Bachav Bainis. The damages of Bachav are paid from Bainis, that means that the Nizakin get a downgrade to Bainis, not Idis. Ksubas Isha Ziburis, and the Ksuba is paid from Ziburis like regular. On top, Idis Viziburis. Let's say he only has Idis and Ziburis. Nizakin be Idis. The damages are paid from Idis. Ubalchayv Uksubasisha be Ziburis. And the Balchayv Uksubasisha are paid from Ziburis. That means the Balchayv gets a downgrade instead of getting Bainis, he gets Ziburis. Now, what do we see from here? Katani Miyam At any rate, the middle case was taught Bainis with Ziburis. If he only has Bainis and Ziburis, Nizakin Balchayv Bainis. Then Nizakin Balchayv collect from Bainis Uksubasisha be Ziburis. And the Ksuba gets paid from Ziburis. Now, if you want to say, like what we're trying to suggest, that we evaluate based off of his properties and not the Alma. Why don't we treat his bainness like Idis via Ziburis? And the Balchav should be pushed off to Ziburis. Because if he only has two properties, why are we saying that one of them is considered bainness and the other one Ziburis? Two properties means that one of them is the best and the other one is the worst. That means that his best property is really considered Idis, and therefore the Balchav should not collect from that property, he should get downgraded to Ziburis. And by the fact that we see that he collects from that best property, it must be Bishel Oilam Hain Shaman and not Bishel Oilam Shaman. So Gemara says that's not a question. What are we talking about over here? We're talking about where he had Idis property and he sold it, which means at the time of the loan, he actually had three classifications of property, Idis, Bainis, and Ziburis, and all of them were Meshubba to the loan. And then afterwards, he sold the Idis property. As that means that his remaining two properties are still considered Bainis and Ziburis, and we can't say that his remaining property gets upgraded to be considered Idis. Again, since at the time of the loan, he had Idis, Bainis, and Ziburis, that Bainis property always retained its din as Bainis, and that's where the Balchav gets to collect from there. And Chena Rechizah said the same thing, we're talking about a case where he had Idis and then he sold it. Halchanami Stavr. It's actually logical to say that Miktane Chrisi because we have another brass that tells us Bainis and Ziburis, a fellow who owes money, only has Bainis and Ziburis, Nizakin of Bainis, then Nizakin is collected from the Bainis property, Balchavik Subasisha Baziburis, the Balchavik Subasisha are collected from Ziburis. Now, Kashan Adati, these brasses are questioned on each other. The first brass that tells us that if he has Bainis and Ziburis, then Nizakin and Balchav collect from Bainis, but here the second brass is telling us the opposite. When we have Bainis and Ziburis, the Balchav collects from Ziburis and not from Bainis. El Avshmamina must be that we see from here, Kanchai Slay Idis Machara. The first price is talking about where he had Idis and he sold it, and that's what Balchav collects from Bainis. The second price is talking about where he didn't have Idis that was sold, and he only has two properties, which means that the better of the two properties is considered Idis, and that's why the Balchav collects from the Zibur's property. Now, if you buy some alternative, we could answer the Stephen price as follows. Both prices are actually talking about where he didn't have Idis that was sold. There's no steer between prices. The second price is talking about where his Bainis was on par with the Idis of the rest of the world. 
world. And the second price is going in the Tzad, Bishal Oilam Hain Shavin. We go based off of what's considered Idis or Bainus of the world. And since his Bainus property is considered Idis of the world, the Balchayv only collects from Ziburis. Vikan in the first price says, Deloy Shavi Bainus like Idis to Alma. His Bainus property is not on par with Idis of the world. And that's why the Balchayv collects from his best property, which is considered Bainus. Vibai Sam alternatively could answer, Really, his Bainus is really like the regular Bainus in the world. And this is Machlag Sri in the Brises. Marsar of the Manda Amr, the second Brise holds Bishalai Hain Shaman that we evaluate based off of his own properties. And therefore, since he only has two properties, the better one is considered Idis and not Bainus. And that's why the Balchev collects from the lesser one, which is considered Ziburis. Umarsar and the Manda Amr, the first Brise holds Bishalai Hain Shaman that we evaluate based off of the world. And since he has Bainus da Alma, that's why the Balchev collects from Bainus. Ravina Amr, he answers differently. But the Ula Pligi, these Brises are arguing in Shitas Ula. The Amr Ula, Ula says, Dvartar Balchev Ziburis. Really, Midar Raisa Balchev should only collect from Ziburis. Shinamar Kazapasak says, Bechutz Tamoid, he shall stand outside. And this is talking about a Balchev collecting a collateral, a mashkain, from the person who owes him the money. And the Pasak continues, He, the person who owes the money, shall bring the Avoid, the collateral, or the mashkain, outside. And what do we learn from here? What does a person usually bring outside? Meaning, what is he going to give as a collateral? The cheapest, the least expensive of his Kalim. And that means that Balchev would really collect from Ziburis, from the worst. And Umatam Arm Balchev so why is it that Chazal said a Balchev collects from Bainanis? So as not to close the door in front of people who want to borrow money because no one's going to lend money if they know they're going to collect from the worst of the borrower's properties. And this is what they're arguing in. Mar is like the Kanta de Ula. Mar less like the Kanta de Ula. Mandarm of the second Brisa holds it the Kan of Ula. And a Balchev collects from Bainanis. And the Mandarm of the first Brisa doesn't hold of Ula. And therefore the Balchev collects from Ziburis. Now we continue with similar cases, but let's just get a clarity on few of the Dinim relevant. We know that if Ruvian owes money, his property is Meshubed to that loan. It's on lien to that loan. And if when the time to pay back arrives, he doesn't have any money, the loan is collected from the property. More than that, if Ruvain sold this property, it's still Meshubed. And if, big word being if, Ruvain doesn't have any way to pay back, the lender can collect this property from the Lekuchais, the person who bought it. And the Lekuchais go back to Ruvain to get reimbursed. Now, Gemara terminology, this is called One is not allowed to collect from properties that have a lien on them if there are free properties around to collect from. So bearing that in mind, the Gemara says, we have a Braisa. Let's say a person sold all of his properties, this Bainus and Ziburis to one person, or he sold them to three separate people, all at the same time, all these go and place other Bailim. Meaning, we're still talking about a fellow who owes for Nizakin, that's paid from Idis, he owes a Balchay, that's paid from Bainus, and he owes for Ksubas Isha, that's paid from Ziburis. And now that he sold all these three levels of property, these people whom he owes money to just go to the Lekuchais to collect from them. Now, let's say he sold them one after another, everyone collects from the last property that's sold. That's because when the first property was sold, they weren't allowed to collect from it because they're still Bnei there's still free properties left by Ruvain who owes them the money. Then when Ruvain sold the second property, they would all have to collect from that last property because that's still considered Bnei Chayrin, a free property. And only once that last property is sold are they allowed to go to the Lekuchais, but they have to go to the last Lekeach that purchased that property. And so they go to that last Lekeach, however, Einlai, let's say he doesn't have any more, meaning he doesn't have enough to pay all of them off, Gavim Shalafanov, they go to the one who purchased properties before him, Einlai, if he doesn't have enough, Gavim Shalafanov, they go to the one who purchased property before him. Now that's the price that we analyze it. What's the case that he sold all of his properties to one person? He sold them all at the same time. Well, there's no reason for the Brasa to mention that case because we also mentioned the case in the Brasa that he sold them to three separate people that we technically can say that one of them really purchased that property before the others. Still, Amrit, you say, that all of them fall in place of the Bailim and all of them are responsible to pay the one who comes to collect from them. Namely, the one who purchased the Idis has to pay the Nizik, the one who purchased the Bainanis has to pay the Balchayv, and the one who purchased the Ziburis has to pay the Ksubas. You have to say that if 
he sold them all to one person, that that one person would have to pay all the relevant Bali Chayv? Of course he would have to pay them the property that they're coming to collect. Why would the Mishnah have to tell us that? So, it must be that we're talking about that he sold all of his properties to one person, but he sold them one after another. Meaning on Sunday, he sold one property, on Monday, he sold another property, and on Tuesday, he sold the third property all to the same guy. So now that we understand the case, we analyze it. What's the difference when we have three different people that purchase these three properties? That each of these people can tell the one who's coming to collect it from them, I left you a place to collect from, meaning the person who purchased the property on Sunday can tell the Balchayv, look, you go collect the property that was sold on Monday because I was the first buyer. And when that fellow goes to one who purchased the property on Monday, he could say, you have to go collect the property that was purchased on Tuesday because that was still considered B'nai Chayrin when I bought my property on Monday. Well, Hainami, this one fellow that purchased all the properties as well, in regards to each and every property that somebody wants to collect from him, why doesn't he tell the fellow, I left you a place to collect from? Let's just clarify what the question is. The Bible told us that if one person bought all these properties, it is Bainis and Ziburis, so then when the people come to collect their properties, again, the Nizik, Idis, Balchayv, Bainis, Ksubas Isha, Ziburis, he would have to give each one of them the property that they're coming to collect. But why is that? Since we already established that this Loikeach bought them one day after another, why can't he just say, you have to collect from the last property that I purchased, and you don't each get to collect the property that you want, you just have to take the last one. So Gemara says, you're right, what are we talking about over here? This Loikeach bought the Idis, the best property, as the last one. said the same thing, referring to the last property the Loikeach bought was the Idis. If that's so, why don't they all come and collect from Idis? Why are we saying the Balchayv collects from Bainis and the Ksubas Isha collects from Ziburis? If the last property purchased was the Idis, so everyone should collect from Idis. That's because Loikeach can tell all them, if you're going to be quiet and collect like your din, meaning you collect Idis, you Bainis, and you Ziburis, so Shaklisu, take the loy. But if not, meaning if you're going to say, we want to collect from the last property, which is Idis, I'm just going to give the star of Ziburis back to the master, meaning back to the one who I bought it from, who really owes you the money, and then all of you are going to have to collect from Ziburis. And so you're right, maybe I'll pee din, since the last property he purchased was Idis, they technically can all collect from Idis. However, he has a Taina, a one-up over them, that if they try to collect from Idis, he can say, you want to collect from Idis? I'm just going to return the Ziburis star to the one who sold it to me, and then that's going to be considered B'nai Chayrin by him, and then you're going to have to collect that Ziburis by him, so you might as well take what I'm giving you, which is again, Ziburis to the Ksubis Isha, Benis to the Balchayv, and the only one that gets Idis is the Nizek. As the more if that's really so, meaning if that's a tiny that the Lekeach has, why doesn't he say the same thing even by Nizakin? Meaning, why doesn't he tell the Nizek either collect from a cheaper property, or I'm going to give the Ziburis back to the Balchayv, and you're going to have to collect that from him. So Gemara says, you're right, what are we talking about over here? Biyasmi, with Yosaimim, the Labanei Parayinenhu, that they don't have to pay. Meaning, the original person owed the money, Ruvain, he died, and these Yosaimim do not have to pay the Chayv of their father. And the Shiba that Ruvain had to pay these Chayvis is now on the Lekeach, therefore he's not able to say this. So we have a different answer, it must be because Lekeach is able to tell the people coming to collect from him, why is it that Rabbanon said that you're not allowed to collect from Meshubadim if there's B'nai Chayrin properties? That's because of the Takana for me, the person who purchased the property. We don't want Balei Chayv collecting from people who already purchased property if the person who owes them the money still has property. And so this whole Takana was made for the Lekeach. And I know, I, the Lekeach says, I don't want that Takana. And Kedirava, this is just like what Rava said. Rava said, Anyone that says, I don't want this Takana's Chamim, like in this case, so he listened to him. And when the Lekeach says, I 
I don't want this takana chachamim. In other words, he's saying, I don't want the takana that says you have to collect from the last property that I purchased because the last property I purchased is idis. Therefore, collect from even earlier purchased properties and that way you're going to be taking from Bainness and Ziburis and not only from idis. Now we just analyze what Rava said. What do Rava mean when he said, anyone that says, I don't want the takana chachamim like this, we listen to him. What's the like this of Rava referring to? The Gemara answers, Rav Huna, like Rav Huna, that Rav Huna, Rav Huna said, a woman can tell her husband, I don't want to get fed and I won't produce. We know that a husband feeds his wife because she gives him her daim, the work that she produces, but she's able to say, I don't want to do any work and I don't want you to give me food. And that's what Rav was referring to when he said, Now we take this case a step further. The first Lekach sold some of these properties purchased from Ruvain to a second Lekach. So we analyze, it's obvious, if the Lekach sold Bainus and Ziburus to a second Lekach, and he left the Idis with him, so all these people are going to collect from the Idis, because that's considered the last property. And this first Lekach doesn't have Bainus and Ziburus anymore, that he would be able to tell them, go collect from Bainus and Ziburus, because I don't want that to come to he's not able to say that, because he doesn't have Bainus and Ziburus anymore, he only has Idis, so that's why everyone's going to collect Idis from this first Lekach. Let's say the first Lekach Sold Idis to the second Lekach, Mishir Benus Ziburis, and he left the Benus and Ziburis by him. My, what's the halacha? Is buyer number one allowed to say, I like the Takas Chamim that tells you to collect from the last property I purchased, which is in this case the Idis, and that means they would all have to go to the second Lekach to take that Idis, and over here the first Lekach would be gaining, obviously, because that means they're not taking from him, they're taking from the second Lekach, or maybe the first Lekach is not allowed to say that. So, Sabra Bailamim, Rabbi, I want to say, Asukul Gavim Idis. Everyone comes and collects from Idis. However, Amali Rava, Rava told him, Mama Harishan Lashani, what did the first Lekach sell the Second and he's chos that he, the first lekach, had in this property. And the kivon since the ilu also If all these people who were owed money would have went to the first lekach before he sold all these properties, he would have been able to give them the benis and ziburis. And that's why afal Even though when he purchased the benis and ziburis, akati idis havai, the idis was still benechayrin by the original owner. And one is not like from shubadim as long as there's still free property around. Still, the reason why the first Lekach would have been able to force them to collect from Bainus and Ziburis is because Matsi Amalu, could have told them, I don't want the Takana Drabanon, and therefore I want you to collect from Bainus and Ziburis and not Idis, while Lekach Shani Nami, even Lekach Shani as well. Matsi Amalu, he's able to tell them, Gavi Bainus and Ziburis, go collect Bainus and Ziburis, the Chizam Lekach Shani, because when Lekach Shani bought this property, meaning the Idis property, he bought it with intention that he's also buying all this Chosim that the first one had in this property. And again, the same way that if the first Lekach would have had this Idis still by him, he could have pushed the other collectors to the Bainus and Ziburis, so to the second Lekach of this Idis property could push the collectors to the Bainus and Ziburis, and he could protect himself from them taking his Idis. Now onto a similar scenario, Amarava Rava said, Reuven Shemachar Kosodais Shimon, let's say Reuven sold all this field to Shimon, Bahal Shimon Umachar Sada Achas Levi, and then Shimon went and sold one field to Levi. Ubabachayv to Reuven, and then Abachayv of Reuven came, Ratim Zegayva, Ratim Zegayva, he collects from either Shimon or Levi. Now we qualify this, Voli Amar, this was only said El that's only if Shimon sold Levi Bainanis. Because in Manavshach, either he would collect from Bainanis, which he's owed because he's a Balchayv, and that's by Levi, or he would go to Shimon, who's the first purchaser of the properties, and he'd be allowed to cut from him. However, if Shimon sold Idis and Ziburis to Levi, loy. So then the Balchayv is not allowed to go to Levi. Because Levi could tell him, That's why I was medayik, I was careful, and I purchased Idis and Ziburis, 
That's land that's not fitting for you. And a further qualification of this, even if Levi bought Bainness, still we didn't say the Bachai was allowed to collect from him. It's only if Levi didn't leave Bainness like the one he purchased by Ruvain. Because now Levi can't say, I left place for you by Shimon to collect from. However, if Levi left some Bainness just like the one he purchased by Shimon, the Bachai is not allowed to collect from Levi. Because Levi could tell him, I left place for you to collect from. In other words, if Levi was smart when he purchased the Bainness, he would leave Bainness by Shimon, and that way, if the Balchav tries to come to Levi to collect from him, he would say, Look, I left Bainness by Shimon, you have to collect from Shimon. Because again, Shimon's the first Lakeach. Another scenario, Amr Abayabai says, Let's say Ruvain sold a field to Shimon with Achrayas, meaning it has an insurance policy. If it gets taken away from Shimon, Shimon can now go back to Ruvain and collect money. And a Balchav Ruvain goes to Shimon and tries to take that property away. The din is that Reuven is allowed to get involved in this din taira, and he's allowed to come up with some sort of taina against the Balchayv. For example, he could say, I already paid you, or something like that. And the Balchayv can't tell Reuven, You're not a Baldvarm with me, meaning you have nothing to do with this case. I'm collecting this property from Shimon. You, Reuven, sold it to him. I have nothing to do with you anymore, Reuven. I'm dealing with Shimon. The Balchayv can't say that. Why? Because Reuven can tell the Balchayv, If you take this property away from Shimon, Allah Hadar is just going to come back to me. And that's why Reuven is relevant in this case. I think that some say, I feel Nami. Even if Reuven had sold this field of Shimon, and that means even if the field is taken away from Shimon, he can't go back to Reuven. Still, Reuven is allowed to get involved in this Din Torah, don't blame because Reuven can tell the Shimon It's not good for me for Shimon to have complaints on me. You're right, Shimon's not going to come back and take money from me, because halachically he's not able to, but he's going to be very upset at me and have complaints against me that I sold him a property that got taken away from him. And therefore, even in this situation, according to Waman to Omar, Reuven is allowed to get involved in this Din Torah. And one last case, Omar says, Reuven sold his field to Shimon without a Christ, without a guarantee, no insurance policy. And a Sikin, which are Irim protesters that came out against this, saying that this field is really ours. It's not Reuven's. If it's before Shimon made a Chazaka on the field, he could be Chazer from it, and he does not have to pay Reuven. However, if you made a Chazaka already, he can't be Chazer from the sale. My time, why is that? Because Reuven can tell him, You willingly and knowingly bought a tied bag full of air. Just like if you'd buy a tied bag from somebody not knowing what's inside, it's very possible that what's inside is not going to be worth the price paid for it. So to over here, you bought a field without Echrayas, so it's your fault. Now we just clarify, from when is it considered like Shimon did a Chazaka on the field? The answer is, from when he walked around the borders, that's considered a Chazaka. And a further clarification, this is Davka, the field was sold without Echrayas, without this guarantee, but if it was sold with a guarantee, we do not say this, meaning Shimon could back out, even though he already made a Chazaka on the field. And that's because it's going to be taken away from him. Some say, even if the field was sold with Achrayas, with this guarantee, still Shimon's not allowed to back out. Don't really, because Reuven could tell him, Show me your staff from Bezin that they actually took the field away from you, and then I'll pay you. And until then, you have to deal with the headache and the hassle of them bringing you to court, even though it was Bachrayas. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow, going back to the discussion of Metav, how does one pay with Metav, or even something that maybe seems not like Metav. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.